Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Thursday, December 8th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land, not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11 and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread nor thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is 20 minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Vayishlach, and it means, And He Sent. Genesis 34, 1-35-13 Now Dinah, the daughter whom Leah had born to Jacob, went out to visit the daughters of the land. Shechem, son of Hamor the Hivite, chief of the country, saw her and took her and lay with her by force. Being strongly drawn to Dinah, daughter of Jacob, and in love with the maiden, he spoke to the maiden tenderly. So Shechem said to his father Hamor, Get me this girl as a wife. Jacob heard that he had defiled his daughter Dinah, but since his sons were in the field with his cattle, Jacob kept silent until they came home. Then Shechem's father Hamor came out to Jacob to speak to him. Meanwhile, Jacob's sons, having heard the news, came in from the field. The men were distressed and very angry because he had committed an outrage in Israel by lying with Jacob's daughter, a thing not to be done. And Hamor spoke with them, saying, My son Shechem longs for your daughter. Please give her to him in marriage. Intermarry with us. 
give us your daughters to us, and take our daughters for yourselves. You will dwell among us, and the land will be open before you. Settle, move about, and acquire holdings in it. Then Shechem said to her father and brothers, Do me this favor, and I will pay whatever you tell me. Ask of me a bride price ever so high, as well as gifts, and I will pay what you tell me. Only give me the maiden for a wife. Jacob's sons answered Shechem and his father Hamor, speaking with guile, because he had defiled their sister Dinah, and said to them, We cannot do this thing to give our sister to a man who is uncircumcised, for that is a disgrace among us. Only on this condition will we agree with you, that you will become like us, in that every male among you is circumcised. Then we will give our daughters to you, and take your daughters to ourselves, and we will dwell among you and become as one kindred. But if you will not listen to us and become circumcised, we will take our daughter and go. Their words pleased Hamor and Hamor's son Shechem, and the youth lost no time in doing the thing, for he wanted Jacob's daughter. Now he was the most respected in his father's house. So Hamor and his son Shechem went to the public place of their town and spoke to their fellow townsmen, saying, These people are our friends. Let them settle in the land and move about in it, for the land is large enough for them. We will take their daughters to ourselves as wives and give our daughters to them. But only on this condition will the men agree with us to dwell among us and be as one kindred, that all our males become circumcised as they are circumcised. Their cattle and substance and all their beasts will be ours if we only agree to their terms so that they will settle among us. All who went out of the gate of this town heeded Hamor and his son Shechem, and all males, all those who went out of the gate of his town, were circumcised. On the third day, when they were in pain, Simeon and Levi, two of Jacob's sons, brothers of Dinah, took each his sword, came upon the city unmolested, and slew all the males. They put Hamor and his son Shechem to the sword, took Dinah out of Shechem's house, and went away. The other sons of Jacob came upon the slain and plundered the town, because their sister had been defiled. They seized their flocks and herds and donkeys, and all that was inside the town and outside, all their wealth, all their children, and their wives, all that was in the houses they took as captives and booty. Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have brought trouble on me, making me odious among the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites and the Perizzites. My men are few in number, so that if they unite against me and attack me, I and my house will be destroyed. But they answered, Should our sister be treated like a whore? Hashem said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel, and remain there, and build an altar there to the God who appeared to you when you were fleeing from your brother Esau. So Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Rid yourselves of the alien gods in your midst. Purify yourselves and change your clothes. Come, 
let us go up to Bet-El, and I will build an altar there to the God who answered me when I was in distress, and who has been with me wherever I have gone. They gave to Jacob all the alien gods that they had and the rings that were in their ears, and Jacob buried them under the terebinth that was near Shechem. As they set out, a terror from Hashem fell on the cities round about, so that they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. Thus Jacob came to Luz, that is, Bet-El, in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him. There he built an altar and named the site El Bethel, for it was there that Hashem had revealed himself to him when he was fleeing from his brother. Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died and was buried under the oak below Bet-El, so it was named Alon Bakuth. Hashem appeared again to Jacob on his arrival from Padan Aram, and he blessed him. Hashem said to him, You whose name is Jacob, you shall be called Jacob no more, but Israel shall be your name. Thus he named him Israel. And Hashem said to him, I am El Shaddai. Be fertile and increase. A nation, yes, an assembly of nations, shall descend from you. Kings shall issue from your loins. The land that I assigned to Abraham and Isaac I assigned to you, and to your offspring to come will I assign the land. Hashem parted from him at the spot where he had spoken to him. Hosea 10, 1-14-9 Israel is a ravaged vine, and its fruit is like it. When his fruit was plentiful, he made altars aplenty. When his land was bountiful, cult pillars abounded. Now that his bows are broken up, he feels his guilt. He himself pulls apart his altars and smashes his pillars. Truly, now they say we have no king, for since we do not fear Hashem, what can a king do to us? So they conclude agreements and make covenants with false oaths, and justice degenerates into poison weeds, breaking out on the furrows of the fields. The inhabitants of Shomron fear for the calf of Bet-Avon, indeed its people and priestlings, whose joy it once was, Mourn over it for the glory that is departed from it. It too shall be brought to Assyria as tribute to a patron king. Ephraim shall be chagrined, Israel shall be dismayed because of his plans. Shomron's monarchy is vanishing like foam upon water. Ruined shall be the shrines of Bethaven, that sin of Israel. Thorns and thistles shall grow on their altars. They shall call to the mountains, bury us, to the hills, fall on us. You have sinned more, O Israel, than in the days of Giva. There they stand at Giva, shall they not be overtaken by a war upon scoundrels. As peoples gather against them, When I chose them, I broke them in, harnessing them for two furrows. Ephraim became a trained heifer, but preferred to thresh. I placed a yoke upon her sleek neck. I will make Ephraim do advanced plowing, 
Yehuda shall do main plowing. Jacob shall do final plowing. Sow righteousness for yourselves. Reap the fruits of goodness. Break for yourselves betimes fresh ground of seeking Hashem, so that you may obtain a teacher of righteousness. You have plowed wickedness. You have reaped iniquity. And you shall eat the fruits of treachery, because you relied on your way, on your host of warriors. But the din of war shall arise in your own people, and all your fortresses shall be ravaged, as Beth Arbel was ravaged by Shalman on a day of battle, when mothers and babes were dashed to death together. This is what Bethel has done to you for your horrible wickedness. At dawn shall Israel's monarchy utterly perish. I fell in love with Israel when he was still a child, and I have called him my son ever since Egypt. Thus were they called, but they went their own way. They sacrificed to Balaam and offered a carved images. I have pampered Ephraim, taking them in my arms, but they have ignored my healing care. I drew them with human ties, with cords of love, but I seemed to them as one who imposed a yoke on their jaws, though I was offering them food. No, they returned to the land of Egypt, and Assyria is their king. Because they refuse to repent, a sword shall descend upon their towns, and consume their limbs, and devour them because of their designs." For my people persists in its defection from me. When it is summoned upward, it does not rise at all. How can I give you up, O Ephraim? How surrender you, O Israel? How can I make you like Adma and render you like Zeboim? I have had a change of heart. All my tenderness is stirred. I will not act on my wrath, will not turn to destroy Ephraim, For I am Hashem, not man, the Holy One in your midst. I will not come in fury. Hashem will roar like a lion, and they shall march behind him. When he roars, his children shall come fluttering out of the west. They shall flutter from Egypt like sparrows, and from the land of Assyria like doves, and I will settle them in their homes, declares Hashem. Ephraim surrounds me with deceit, the house of Israel with guile. But Yehuda stands firm with Hashem and is faithful to the Holy One. Ephraim tends the wind and pursues the gale. He is forever adding illusion to calamity. Now they make a covenant with Assyria. Now oil is carried to Egypt. Hashem once indicted Yehuda and punished Jacob for his conduct, requited him for his deeds. In the womb, he tried to supplant his brother. Grown to manhood, he strove with a divine being. He strove with an angel and prevailed. The other had to weep and implore him. At Bethel, Jacob would meet him, there to commune with him. Yet Hashem the God of hosts, must be invoked as Hashem. You must return to your God, practice goodness and justice, and constantly trust 
in your God. A trader who uses false balances, who loves to overreach, Ephraim thinks, ah, I have become rich, I have gotten power, all my gains do not amount to an offense which is real guile. I, Hashem, have been your God ever since the land of Egypt. I will let you dwell in your tents again, as in the days of old. When I spoke to the Nevi'im, for I granted many visions and spoke parables through the Nevi'im, as for Gilead, it is worthless, and to no purpose have they been sacrificing oxen in Gilgal. The altars of these are also like stone heaps upon a plowed field. Then Jacob had to flee to the land of Aram. There Israel served for a wife. For a wife he had to guard sheep. But when Hashem brought Israel up from Egypt, it was through a Navi. Through a Navi they were guarded. Ephraim gave bitter offense, and his Lord cast his crimes upon him and requited him for his mockery. When Ephraim spoke piety, he was exalted in Israel, but he incurred guilt through Baal, and so he died. And now they go on sinning. They have made them molten images, idols, by their skill from their silver, wholly the work of craftsmen. Yet for these they appoint men to sacrifice. They are wont to kiss calves. Assuredly, they shall be like morning clouds, like dew so early gone, like chaff whirled away from the threshing floor, and like smoke from a lattice. Only I, Hashem, have been your God ever since the land of Egypt. You have never known a true Hashem but me. You have never had a helper other than me. I looked after you in the desert, in a thirsty land. When they grazed, they were sated. When they were sated, they grew haughty, and so they forgot me. So I am become like a lion to them. Like a leopard, I lurk on the way. Like a bear robbed of her young, I attack them and rip open the casing of their hearts. I will devour them like a lion. The beasts of the field shall mangle them. You are undone, O Israel. You had no help but me. Where now is your king? Let him save you. Where are the chieftains in all your towns whom you demanded? Give me a king and officers. I give you kings in my ire and take them away in my wrath. Ephraim's guilt is bound up. His sin is stored away. Pangs of childbirth assail him, and the babe is not wise, for this is no time to survive at the birthstool of babes. From Sheol itself I will save them, redeem them from very death. Where, O death, are your plagues? Your pestilence where, O Sheol? Revenge shall be far from my thoughts. For though he flourish among reeds, a blast, a wind of Hashem, shall come blowing up from the wilderness. His fountain shall be parched, his spring dried up, that wind shall plunder treasures, every lovely object. Samaria, Shomron, must bear her guilt, for she has defied her God. They shall fall by the sword, their infants shall be dashed to death, and their women with child ripped open. Return, O Israel, to Hashem your God, for you have fallen because of your sin. 
Take words with you and return to Hashem. Say to Him, Forgive all guilt and accept what is good. Instead of bulls, we will pay the offering of our lips. Assyria shall not save us. No more will we ride on their steeds. Nor again will we call our handiwork our gods, since in you alone orphans find pity. I will heal their affliction. Generously will I take them back in love, for my anger has turned away from them. I will be to Israel like dew. He shall blossom like the lily. He shall strike root like a Lebanon tree. His boughs shall spread out far. His beauty shall be like the olive trees. His fragrance like that of Lebanon. They who sit in his shade shall be revived. They shall bring to life new grain. They shall blossom like the vine. His scent shall be like the wine of Lebanon. Ephraim shall say, What more have I to do with idols? When I respond and look to him, I become like a verdant cypress. Your fruit is provided by me. He who is wise will consider these words. He who is prudent will take note of them. For the paths of Hashem are smooth. The righteous can walk on them, while sinners stumble in them. Jude 1, 1-25 Jude, the servant of Yeshua, and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father, and preserved in Yeshua, and called, mercy to you, and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, It was needed for me to write to you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. For there are certain men, crept in unawares, who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though you once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. And the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example of suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Likewise also these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Yet Michael the archangel When contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, does not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke you. But these speak evil of those things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts, in those things that corrupt themselves. 
Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain, and ran greedily after the error of Balaam for reward, and perished in the gainsaying of Kor. These are spots in your feasts of charity, when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds they are without water, carried about of winds, trees whose fruit withers, without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. Raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame, wandering stars to whom is reserved the blackness of blackness forever. And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of thee, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all, and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which they have ungodly committed, and of all their hard speeches with which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lusts, and their mouth speaks great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. But, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before of the apostles of our Lord Yeshua, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time, who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. These be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the Spirit. But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Yeshua upon unto eternal life. And of some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Psalm 127, 1-5 Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman wakes but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he gives his beloved sheep. Lo, children are a heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man that has his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Proverbs 29.15-17 The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings his mother to shame. When the wicked are multiplied, transgression increases, but the righteous shall see their fall. Correct your son, and he shall give you rest. Yes, he shall give you delight unto your soul. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song, Ten Thousand Reasons, sung by Matt Redman.
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs> 